Let's turn our attention now to real estate and opportunities in that sector. Brad Thomas is with us, Senior Analyst, Wide Moat Research and Editor Forbes Real Estate. Thank you so much, Brad, for being here. I know you're a fan of dividend stocks, right? So let's make the case here for that. I mean, that's always been something that's great to own, but now what? Are they great to own now in today's environment, long-term portfolios? You tell us. Absolutely. Well, it's good to see you again today, Nicole. And uh, Scott just mentioned competitive advantages, and that's something we look very closely at in the REIT sector. Um, and three REITs that I really like that are really have done an exceptional job at dividend growth um, are Realty Income, WP Carry, and Omega Healthcare Investors. And what we like about these companies, Nicole, is they do have very strong competitive advantages, specifically a cost of capital advantage, low cost of capital advantages, as well as scale advantages. And when you combine those two advantages, those two wide moats, you end up with a company that has a very successful dividend growth history. So that's what we like about REITs, the very sustainable dividend growth profile of those companies. That's how you get to picking some of these names, right? You talk about having these advantages, scale and cost of capital. I guess these dividend players are part of it. But how do you know that these are in fact the leaders or, or what is it that you're really looking for to find these high quality stocks? How do you go about picking them? Yeah, well, you know, it really uh, boils down to fundamental analysis. Uh, that's really, I'm trying to teach my son investing. He just uh, won some money recently playing video games, of all things, and he's trying to go over and invest in crypto. And I'm really trying to educate my 19-year-old son on fundamental analysis and how you can create wealth if you really look closely at the business model of the company. So with these, with these REITs today, again, Realty Income, WP Carry, Omega Healthcare Investors, what we've seen is they have a very low cost of capital advantage. So they're able to use that capital, both on the equity and debt side, to be able to acquire properties, which in turn are accretive and grow earnings. And of course, when earnings grow, that means dividends grow. So let's take, take one company, for example, Omega Healthcare Investors. This is a skilled nursing REIT. They're the largest, so they have a scale advantage, about 945 properties in the portfolio of Omega Healthcare Investors. And what they've been able to do is use that cost of capital, be able to acquire properties. They just announced a $510 million acquisition recently on the first quarter earnings call and be able to grow the portfolio so they can continue to generate dividend growth. And by the way, Omega Healthcare has done this for 17 years in a row. They've been able to increase their dividend every single year. So that's what we, when we talk about fundamental analysis, we really look at the earnings of the company, the profile of the company, the debt, the balance sheet, the leverage, liquidity, all of those ingredients we wrap up and we really look very closely at that dividend growth. That is the, the number one uh, thing that we're all looking for, whether you're a REIT, of course, or a non-REIT, but in the REIT sector, we really like companies that have dividend, you know, very, very strong dividend growth profiles. And when do the risks sneak in? Is it near term? Is it long term? I understand what you're saying when you're talking about cost of capital and being able to acquire properties and having this uh, earnings and income um, come back to them, right? And dividends on top of it. But uh, there's also risk or, or not necessarily? Certainly, there's always risk. But, but keep in mind, I mean, that dividend growth, these three companies have been able to increase dividends not only through multiple recessions, but now a global pandemic. So if you think about it like that, there are many companies that can say that 
and have those types of records. So uh, risk is certainly there. Now, right now in this market, what we're seeing is potentially inflation risk, which is out there. The other company I want to mention, WP Carey, about 65% of their leases are CPI adjusted. So when we talk about inflation and the fact that what, what impact, what risk would happen to REITs during an inflationary uh, uh, period, I look at companies like WP Carey, who has a large percentage of their rental income exposed to CPI rental uh, increases. So that's one way to mitigate that risk of inflation. Now, rising interest rates is probably perhaps one of the biggest risks that we see, not only in the REIT space, but a lot of these dividend-paying sectors. But uh, what we see with REITs is a lot of these companies, especially these three that we're talking about today that have the uh, the, four, you know, the st very strong balance sheets, uh, they've been able to mitigate the risk of rising rates because they have longer duration lease contracts and they match fund those with long duration debt. So again, they kind of locked in these spreads. So even though we're, we're, we're gonna be moving eventually into a rising rate environment, uh, these three companies specifically have been able to uh, mitigate those risks by, uh, by maintaining very disciplined balance sheets. Yeah, yeah, and I know that you use the word moat, which is in your title, but they, ha they have something special about them. I get it. They have a moat around their type of balance sheet and what they do. That being said, um, Brad, what's the timing here? Um, this is a long-term investing show. Do you suggest someone buys this and holds it for two, three, 10, 20 years? What kind of timing are we looking at here? Yeah, well, again, it is a stock. These are stocks you can invest in. Um, but keep in mind, the underlying asset is real estate. And just like I'm trying to teach my son, who, again, he's pretty mesmerized with crypto right now, but I'm trying to teach him the power of compounding. And what that means is collecting those rent checks, turning those rent checks into dividends, depositing those dividends, or perhaps reinvesting those dividends in new shares. And that's really what creates wealth. So yes, I look at REITs as a long-term allocation game. We don't get into the market timing side of the business. We typically don't short REITs. We're typically buy and hold investors. But just like when I was a developer for over 25 years, you know, I built buildings to own for a long period of time to see those, those buildings appreciate. And that's exactly what I like seeing in the, in the REIT sector. We like collecting those rent checks. Again, those are dividend checks to us, invest, us REIT investors and reinvesting those dividends to compound and grow that portfolio. So we look for the margin of safety. We look for stocks that we can buy very cheaply. And by the way, these three stocks, Realty Income, WP Carry, and Omega Healthcare, we have buys on all of them today. So we're comfortable in those recommendations, believing that over the long period of time, they'll be able to appreciate and outperform the other REIT peers uh, that, we, that we have in our REIT coverage universe. And now we know you were a developer too. You'll have a lot to teach your son. Brad, thank you very much. You could take my two teenagers too. Teach them something as well, please. Brad Thomas, it's Sounds great good. to chat with you. Senior analyst, Wide Moat Research and Editor, Forbes Real Estate. Thanks.